0: What is up, everybody? Today is Monday, February 1st. This is episode 10 of a humanistic Woo. perspective podcast.
1: Yes. About 10, baby.
0: Here we go. What a blessing it will be today. Today, we're going to dive into a few different topics. It's been quite a busy week, but uh, you know, if you have a chance, go ahead and check out our social medias. My Instagram's is Uh You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, as well as check out a, a Humanistic Perspective podcast on Instagram and Facebook and all of your major streaming platforms.
2: Yeah, we're going to be posting some really exciting new content over there. and uh, Especially
1: a 10-episode uh, video montage that is in the works.
2: Oh, yes. Down the road later. But, uh, yeah, no, let's jump on in here and let's get, let, get, get going with our uh, coffee of the day. Jake, you want to maybe give me a little origin on how we, we got this one?
1: Well, I saw that this uh, coffee was in one of my favorite cafes that I go to um, uh, for my job. What's the name of the cafe? A Fourth Street Cafe. It's in uh, Peru, Illinois. And they had um, a version of a coffee there that's from this company. And um, in case you guys, for people that are in Illinois, I'm sure you... Um, no Starved Rock. It's uh the national or it's a state park, right? It's a state park that is on the Illinois River outside of Ottawa and Oglesby and Utica. It's uh it's an incredible it's an incredible feed to see. And there's a coffee company named Starved Rock Company, and they have some they have a lot of different inc- stuff.
0: Starved Rock in general, they do like woodworking. I mean, really? they do a lot. Yeah,
1: it's just like no a idea. brand
0: of it. You know, the shop they have there in Starved Rock. There's a whole brand behind that as well
1: oh that makes I sense believe, i wonder if these the, two are tied
0: i'm pretty sure they are in a sense Cause this is in a way in utica. or it's a company that was from there but isn't i the town called
1: that well no, utica is the Ottawa. gateway no, to Ottawa. starved rock that's like the motto for starved rock it's, really there is
0: a brand i don't know if it has relatance to it but,
2: but don't you tell me about your drive don't you like driving through
1: Starved rock isn't there oh a it's incredible
0: one morning i was actually taking over from, I, this was a while ago when johnny first came here i was helping his patients out one morning and I was zipping around them curves, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize. It was cool. It's beautiful in the morning. It is beautiful. It is.
1: Especially with the trees in full motion. It was What's fall. with the
0: snow? Have you driven through those No, like, I didn't areas?
1: do No, it was bad today. The roads were pretty bad. Really? The roads do they were plow over, over there? What? No. Um, I feel no, like those roads are roads, so tight. How no, do you even the move snow there? No, some of the roads were pretty bad. I mean, 23 was fine, which is how it connects, how we pretty much get to Ottawa from here. Sure. And also gets to Ottawa to Streeter. But 18 was horrible. And almost all of the towns, though, were fine. Okay. At 34, though, it was horrible. Like the further you got down, yeah. the worse it got. It was insane.
2: That makes sense.
0: They did a pretty good job with the roads by us. I, I say saw
1: that.
2: when I was out, uh, what was that, like last night? The, or when was the snow? When did the snow fall heavy? Was that over the weekend?
1: I don't remember. Yeah, that was on Saturday Something. night. Yeah, that was so like Saturday on the majority.
2: night. I went out and I was driving because I had to go pick up Lauren and that. And on our way back, we were tailing and we were going down uh, 34. And he literally stopped like once he got to the Taco Bell, and in uh, Plano, they just stop and turn around. Or, like, oh, because there. that's
0: where the the limit stop.
2: Yeah, I'm um, sorry. I was. I was. It mm-hmm. just made me think. Like I was really curious. I wonder where those limits are and how far they expand. Well, it's either state. Like, is is it state highways?
0: Point? Like So like for Yorkville, a lot of the state highways are done by the state, not by Yorkville. That's why a lot of the main roads get done fast. Oh, you got so. 71, you got 34, all that the so state maintains. So the state has
2: – is that depot on 47, the states, or the cities? The what? The one by the new Duncan on the south side of town?
0: The – yeah, what are the you The salt depot. Oh, that's just a that's a county. That's a county one. Yes. Oh, so then you got that's Kendo, Kendo county. county. So then you got unincorporated roads and then yeah, that's your, what ca- saying. your so like, county truck
1: service. So like who's going out into the middle so of So like Illinois by the Mizzouks, Those a lot of those are either going to be state or county. Yeah. So who hires like snow plowers? Like the people with just well, like Ford F150s f- that have Well, it ooh, depends.
0: 100%. You can have pri- you can be a private snow plower. I mean, you could have your city municipalities. Yeah, but they who just exactly hire you?
1: Who pays you if you're a private
0: like your clients. I mean, you gotta get contracts with businesses. You get contracts with homeowners, and then oh, whoa, well,
1: okay, yeah, specific companies. But I'm talking about the ones that do stuff on the roads. Those are city. Those are city-owned. City, oh, city yeah, govern. Those are city or state or that county sense.
0: plus. So th- that's who pays for it.
1: What are we drinking on here today, Jake? Some uh, El Mirador Micolot. It's uh it's a sweet, clean, and uh, sugary. With notes of uh, caramel, apple, and toffee.
2: Yeah. Upon first, I sips, definitely, of this I Colombian definitely roast. taste
1: that. Co- I actually taste that apple a little bit. Actually, I, surprisingly. I was going to say
2: I taste that toffee. This coffee is very, very interesting. It's, it's the most, like for a dark roast that we've had on the show thus far. It's the most unique flavor profile. Yeah.
1: It's definitely nothing like. Oh yeah! Absolutely.
0: I will for any of our I listeners. I it. will tell you one thing, just to save some time. Don't ever go with general insurance. They're awful. With general <laughs> insurance, I suggest switching
1: right now. <laughs> Why is that, Ethan?
0: Uh, well, one, it's too large of a company that unless you want to be on the phone for hours to even try to get a hold of a customer service rep and then have numbers that they end up hanging up on you. Uh that's the thing that's that's why I like small companies. People are always about the cheapest price. Or you see like on Snapchat, you see that company that's advertising like, Oh, we could knock these rates in half and all you, oh, you know how yeah, you yeah, keep yeah. seeing that and you're okay, like, Okay, but what's really in that policy? Things. And then you're like, Okay, well, well what happens when you do a claim? Like it's just people don't ever I don't know. I think that's why I love not
2: even understand that. Like to get to that point, you have to become so boutique like these apps and stuff are just creating boutiques. Right. Or they'll give you an estimate. You know,
0: even the first month, these insurance companies will let you sign on in this cheap premium and then they go through your auto record and all this stuff. And all all of a sudden there's a change, you know, a lot of times doesn't get past to that. But still, you have to have perfect records and things like that. And again, look at your coverage just because you have minimum coverages. For example, the vehicle that just hit us this week, they only had twenty thousand dollars in property damage coverage okay oh, how much did it do? right well they have twenty thousand dollars and they're driving a forty five thousand dollar car does that make sense not even no how's that even yeah you can't unless well the, their, coverages, the their of coverage the car is, is at that point their coverages is fine for their car but if they hit anyone else property damage so let's say that person runs into a home on accident now you've done you've and, and that thing if those total fees added up to more than twenty thousand dollars you're fucked then that's all they're going to cover. For example, now we're waiting. We have this rental car. It's costing us $300 every single day, right? Well, now my my vehicle to fix what its value is right now is about $19,500, right? Well, they only have $20,000 of coverage. So now they got that rental car, they got the vehicle that they hit a mine that they should be repairing, right? And now they also have the towing fees, then they add on adjuster fees, all that do- all everything for that claim has to fit into $20,000. Right. Okay? There's not enough money to go around there. I mean, if you hit a Mercedes that's over hundred over a hundred thousand dollars on accident in your oh, no. little Beamer Honda,
1: twenty thousand's barely gonna cover. Oh, it. you'll be oh, lucky. Oh no, exactly. I mean, that's gonna cover the front bumper. That's it. People
0: don't realize much. I mean, insurance is good if you have the right policies in place and you're protecting everything. But example, for a general liability policy, right? Let's say something happens to. I mean, you just have to know what your policies are. Contact your insurance agents. Make sure you really have the coverage and know what you're paying for. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of the times people even waste money for coverages that don't even matter or aren't even good. Like, you know, people just look at the number, the price they're paying. When That insurance is there to cover the assets or the liabilities you have out there. And that's something huge that people don't realize. Or you got people that aren't insured. (laughs) That's also
1: true. Insurance is one of the craziest industries when you think about it. I mean, it's literally like, and when they when four point two trillion dollars, like just in general, the, the market insurance market cap of the industry market yeah. cap of the industry in America is four point two trillion dollars.
0: I mean, insurance companies don't. I mean, it's just.
1: Uh, yeah. But it's just all all different aspects of insurance, including business. Yeah, that's because you have to understand, like big corporations, their insurance is it.
0: Huge. I mean, insurance is our biggest expense, and I have a small business. I mean, right. we we pay over. I, it's over just for the insurance for three of them is like over five thousand dollars a month. You what? know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that's insane. You
0: got to pay. You know, you have general liability, sex, um, sex and molestation abuse. You have general liability that covers a property and incidentals without without side and around the vehicles. Do you have any umbrellas? Uh, yeah, there are certain ones that cover like lifts and certain things like that. You have your commercial auto insurance. You're going to cover your auto. Then you have different li- liabilities. Then you have your general. Then you have your um, your workman's comp, which workman's comp you're paying per employee. And think of it. A lot of small businesses, there's ones that will fail if they have one employee. Do one workman's comp case? Well, those rates, let's say, for example, in a restaurant business, you get a claim. It's going out. Well, now your rates are going up five times. So let's pay your. Paying a thousand dollars a month, now you put in a claim. Well, now your workman's cap every month just went up to five thousand right. uh, dollars. A business that's only oh, making twenty thousand dollars plus, you know, maybe four thousand dollars in profit. You don't have money to pay for that extra five thousand dollars. So your business is kaput. Yep. You and know, then when you
1: think uh, about all the different policies that have been put into small businesses. No, it's impressive. Like if there are small business out there
2: that, are, that small businesses out there that are staying afloat year after year and they're not doing any due diligence and not taking care of themselves, see, it's impressive. Dude,
0: many businesses can make make it for a long time before getting in trouble, let's say, with taxes and yada yada. Right? There's so many things that businesses can make and they're not looking forward to. They just want to run, 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 run. Instead you need to put these systems in place from the start so you're covering yourself in your future. I mean, Many businesses, like if you're still up and running, like a lot of small startup businesses, right? A lot of them end up in crazy overhead, and a lot of them end up bankrupt. Like you have to really know your stuff. Too many people get into businesses that shouldn't be in businesses as well. You know, it's it's a completely different responsibility. It is you giving up your Monday through Sunday. And it is is you being willing to sacrifice your family and the additional time. If you can't do that, I mean, sure, your business could operate. Right. And you get those systems in place. So like, let's say you're an owner. Eventually you get the systems in place. so You can walk away and you're not able to do that. But in general, I'm just saying your business has to be able to run and someone has to be available from Monday through Sunday. You know, and those stresses are more important than a lot of people like to value. Right. Like your business is more important than a lot of things um, in order for it, for it to
1: keep going. So uh. it's all just the mindset honestly it's really just like if you think that you will not succeed with your business then you won't succeed because you're telling yourself it's really
2: interesting you say that because most of colleges now if you go to school for entrepreneurship at them what you study is this that they a lot of schools have succumbed to this philosophy called the entrepreneurial dna or like it's this mindset or mentality that you need to develop and if you develop those mindsets and mentalities then you can learn business and become that and i think like you did that in your uh, specifically, when we're talking about me and Jake are working on uh, putting together some marketing and digital content creation, and I'm, I've been having so much fun working on this me directing too. project and this mini short series. But really, you, when I look back, you had all of those things that the school tries to teach through those entrepreneurial oh, programs, you had that through your younger years, dude. Because uh, you were
1: experiencing the DNA through experience, bro. Yes.
0: When I look back to my high school entrepreneurship class, right, I only took one the things that they considered in part of a business curriculum as an entrepreneur and these what did things, they start you at with? I mean they just make you not look I mean teachers and schooling needs to develop in the things you're interested in if someone says they're interested in business and they're just saying I'm gonna go to school to go to business if you don't go into a business beforehand understand go go, those go systems before you go right in the thing where you want to see yourself everyone just says a generalized thing we've talked about this many times that is our dog baron He's just banging the floor. Oh yeah, he's scratching. He's scratching his neck, and yeah,
2: we we're, were shooting in the basement, <laughs> so he's just really loud. Yeah, he is. Aww. But
0: you know, what? I mean, there's just so many things. If you're going to go into business or whatever field you're going to, go and get that live experience before you go. You know, you 100%. have to get. One, I mean, one thousand percent. Here's
2: the way you do this. Here's how you book that scenario. Right. Here's how to go from I I want a shadow to I'm going to shadow. There's a couple ways. You can go in person. Find the person you want to if they're in your local community and show them. Show them you're eager and present the value of I will give you my time in exchange that you teach me and can give me your, your mentorship and you really invest in them because they'll invest in you. Or if they're far away and or you it's also remote, have to know those mentors. You need to send a booking email. And and the booking email just needs to be written in a way that's functional and shows that you're at an educational stage. You know, write some key context words you can use. Informational interviews or um, uh, cognitive growth interview you know just ch- try and really get their attention make a really catchy title but make sure they understand you're at an educational stage because sometimes when you when you're transparent and open about that people are more excited they're actually people want to share what they have.
0: Yeah, and you have to also be in you have to be in a certain state of mind, knowing I mean, that's why people, kids don't grow up fast enough. You have to be in a mind to also know that those mentors that you're having are those guidances are good knowledge, knowing that they're there for the right reason. A lot of the people that a lot of people surround themselves, they're not there for their best their best interests at all. You know what I'm saying? Truly. truly. And you realize that the hard way a lot of the times. So I I mean, it's it's just being conscious. Social
2: media has made us lose sight of embodying who we want to be. And so then we spend so much time in this idle state where we hang out with people that we
0: don't want to be. I mean, one of the big things that's helped me, too, I think this week was just starting by first hour of the day. Don't go on your phone. Can you do it? I purposely don't plug in my phone at night Ooh, so it doesn't start, so challenge. then it's dead in the morning and it's gonna take usually, you know, it takes fifteen minutes and, and stuff to even turn on by then. That that delays it, right? But then you void out that stuff, you know? Come to peace. Your phone is doesn't always have to be there, but that allowed me to get the things I needed to get done right away in the morning done. Right. I'm not procrastinating on my phone and now this thing that could have taken me t- fifteen minutes is now taking me an hour because I'm on my phone diddly daddling and going all over there, you know. First hour of the day, don't go on your phone. Set up what you want to do and accomplish in that day, and you get that done first. That way, you have a clear head. Your mind's not focused, and then look at your phone. It's all those people that are texting you, emails, phone calls,
1: notifications on all social That's media. That stuff
0: you respond to on your time, right? Right. It's a little bit different. Sure, there's certain situations where you have to be available, and like there's different hours. But now, as your businesses grow, you start to be able to delegate those responsibilities off to other people. Right. So then you can start. To like my main thing right now is focusing on working on the things that are six hundred dollar an hour things. Right. I don't want to be doing the work that's sixty dollars an hour work. Right. And that's, you know, doing bookkeeping, answering phones. Right. All this minimal stuff doing dealing with insurance like in, in my company. Right. All that stuff is wasting my time from building the vision. You have to be in a, in a concept with your business that you're always innovating. You're always getting new co- clients you are always growing. You know, And if you try to do that before having the systems in place, and that's why I'm willing to kind of slow down with, with my businesses to make sure I'm hiring the right teams. Because for what I have planned this year, I mean... It requires the right people. Yes. And it costs a lot of money. It does. But you have and to so understand... If you're going to
2: take that risk, why not take the time to invest in it? Because right. what am I, gonna am I going to do? Am I going to wait? Am I going to wait three... Vision.
0: Yeah, 100%. Am I going to wait three years and then decide to add all these teams? No, why don't I just start it now? I'm going to have to figure it out one way or another. The company's still going to make the margins. Right. Yeah. That's able to, all that matters. I'm going to be able to do the $600 work 24 hours a day instead of me doing the $600 an hour work at incrementally when or you're away at night yeah, when I'm cutting with out all, your sleep. Exactly. So, you know, just start focusing and really figuring out what you truly want and where you need to be and then understanding that, that, you know, if your mind is not capable of doing it and you can't make that hard decision to switch, you're not in the right field, I don't think. Or yeah, you've got to really train your brain to switch some, around.
1: Here's, you know? something, here's something that I have that's an interesting question. What if mm. I, as a person, am like, hey, I want to be a Wall Street broker <laughs> in today's mm. age. What would you guys say? Would it be good advice? Go kiss up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would... <sighs> which is, it, to what become today's, a Wall Street broker today. Are you in in re- today's market.
2: Really, truly, after... Did you guys... I mean, you, 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 we've all been talking at breakfasts about what was happening with GameStop. This was... This was oh, instrumental. Yeah. It is insane. Quite insane. And and really what it is, it comes down to is shorting. Like it's, it's what it comes down it, to is explain shorting. Explain the
1: concept of shorting to someone that may not know exactly what that All is. All right, So
2: when, when we play the stock market, we we could play it one of two ways. The long game, which is where you say company ABC, I'm going to put $100,000 in and I'm hoping in and, ten years. and watching it yeah, over five, maybe yeah, 10 years. Whatever. I'll start to make margins and returns that are really good. Or there's the, another method that is called shorting, which is basically betting on the downturns of the market in the short term and, and uh, using that to basically make out in micro percentages. So what happens is, is these hedge funds who have tons and tons and tons of money, resources, financial accountants, brilliant mathematicians, they get ahead and they use this old school formulatic style of market watching and they're able to make out big in billions and billions of dollars well reddit and social media which has been a growing thing has really been interesting in seeing how the SEC and all of their rules are really one sided because now all of these common people are coming together and saying well how come all these hedge funds get to come together at these meetings and discuss how they're all going to short together and which direction the money goes. But we, if we were to do something like that, how would that go? So they did it with yeah. GameStop. All the hedge funds, the power- specifically Melvin Cap. Melvin Cap lost like, I think it's like somewhere a of over $3 billion off the shorting that happened with GameStop and they had to get bailed out by uh,
1: and AMC. Other, other
0: firms, other hedge funds. AMC. I actually had like three people text me. Should
1: I invest in AMC? That's so no. funny. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's no, so funny. not. Especially now. And they
0: just
2: dropped. You no, know it they, was at eighteen dollars. So what and happened, then, right? Yeah. The shorting. The shorting thing went berserk, and then all of a sudden, it, that page on Reddit has five, like five million followers now, and all of these people were making out great dividends. So what happens though? They're using small time brokerage apps. Well, who is the real customer of these brokerage apps? The hedge funds because they yes. want the data of the users. Not and this the is users. Robinhood, right? And I'm specifically talking about Robinhood, who currently, actually, I I saw it here. I wonder if I have it pulled up still. Robinhood is there's a huge, huge amount of money that they're having to pay back. It's somewhere in the. It's three billion. Robinhood was asked to pay three billion dollars to cover the risk of the volatility from the GameStop situation. But that's insane. Is, it's the SEC and all these fucking hedge funds trying to put the blame on the young guy, Robin Hood. But really, this is fucked all the way at the highest well, level. Well, I mean, bro, Seriously. everything Why everything the in the f- United
0: States is, is fucked from the top to the bottom, simply. Right. I mean, simply. nothing is... If you just look at... look at, I mean, even with all of the, the... With your school, I mean, they just freaking hacked up the storm. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, yeah we didn't even talk Literally, about... Literally, last Thursday, Thursday evening
2: going into Friday at my university, which is Baldwin-Wallace University,
1: Cleveland, Ohio, in well, Cle- Berea, Ohio. In, in Berea,
2: Ohio, we're getting messages and text alerts. Ethan was getting them, not me even. <laughs> and apparently there was a mass hacking at our university and institution. And literally it they had to shut down. They powered all the electronics, shut all the Wi-Fi. All the teachers' computers had to come in and be scrubbed. All this stuff that is still currently going on. And I still don't have access to, to Blackboard, so all of our classes have been postponed. Everything is postponed. There's literally, I heard from one of my friends actually from the who's actually on campus. I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, apparently it's like this big ordeal and now the fucking FBI is going to get involved or something. And I'm like, this is interesting because this is not the first time we're seeing it. And the crazy thing is, is whose Do interest g- is it to hack a D3 college institution?
1: Do you think this is going to be a, a thing that's going to happen more often in the future?
0: 100%. R- probably see see. on a daily basis what i
1: wonder is how many division one schools have this happen
0: yeah right and well and, but they might have, have other people actually you know they you may have actually to have, have people staff. See,
2: seeing you have to have people looking for it though yeah you have to have so anti- a bigger school
0: is probably have more
1: security resources. Know, you think yeah. to
2: outsource to make sure that their networks I, are safe but here's the thing is if the hack got through and into our blackboard blackboard's the, like the largest network for online database for colleges around the united states like if what if the hack is inside the blackboard software system you know what i mean yeah like what if that went bigger but i have no idea how that works or how that really functions and plays It might be it was in our the, network and maybe it's only just breached in
1: there the thing but. the thing is to realize is honestly is that in this day and age what really holds power is data who has mm-hmm. the most data has the power right and that's the reason why because everything now that we do is online when when there's a certain company or when it's it's all in one single base, a, s- a single entity has all this data, think about how easy it is, theoretically at least, just hack into it. Sure, there's a lot of security and a lot of you know things to make sure that people don't, but the fact that it's in one single I see area. I what you're saying.
2: It's like, it's like I don't have to look at 100 Rubik's Cubes. There's only one Rubik's Cube. It might be the hardest Rubik's Cube I'm ever going to have
0: to solve, but at least there's only one. And once I do solve it. I have the world. I yeah, I mean there's so I've many things even from the largest companies out there and, and, and the way they handle their their staffing like so much unnecessary old time 2000 you know there's no innovation. All these companies that are so big, they have all these large leaders in them that aren't innovating and just because they have market dominance, you know, and that's what makes it so cool about business, you know, to think that if we can be the leaders of our generations and eventually you know, you can come at a lot of these larger companies and see how flawed their systems are, systems of operation, systems of uh, their relationships within clients, like so many things that you're, you are just it beyond shocked. My mind yeah. how unaware people are. No, I think people are aware. Seriously. People don't care sometimes too, mm. but there is people that are aware and they just don't care. There's also people that on the lower ends of businesses that. Are aware of the same problem, but then those in higher up positions aren't really wanting to make a change. A lot of it comes down to the dollar amount, okay? Um, and what we're going to see is a lot of these older industries and larger companies, I strongly suggest uh, and, and see, is everyone's looking to save money, everyone's looking to make things easier, more user friendly, and, and all that kind of stuff. Ultimately, data AI and, and different software systems are going to beat out everyone. So you either get with it or you try to keep the old staying around. You know, we predict. We're working right now for the future. Everything we do in our lives, You're all these companies. The, fi- the,
2: the flight or, or the, uh, what is it?
0: It's a fight or flight mentality. Yeah. I mean, we're working towards the future right now. If we can guide our energy to be a hum- humanistic, you know, like, society and in, in all, which it can be there, right? If everyone was working towards the same vision um, and, you know, if you had all these people instead working towards something, you know, eventually we have all these people that are just working to things that are either pulling people back and, you know, the guys that are trying to stay the same and keep the systems the same, I think should be out of their current positions. You know what I'm saying? You have to be innovating, right? There's so many things to look forward to. We just try to start something new and we don't look at what that what that will add up to in the future. You know what I'm saying? Even just with like these companies that will roll out these big things and they don't care any of what the impact is later down the road as long as they're getting money in their pocket.
2: Right. Yeah. It's that short term gratification exchange for the connection to humanity, that connection to
1: mm-hmm. others and.
0: Really that's I think that's one thing that I like, wish all phones well I mean phones are a good thing
1: but but here's the thing that I was actually asking Chad actually on one of the last podcasts what world do you see that's a utopian world not a dystopian world in which we have all this technology You're going to have to go
0: into deeper detail utopian dystopian uh, No no right.
1: so like a it, in a, it, a world that is very prosperous and living off of peace Can and yet we still have Can you imagine a
2: world where Every all right, try and imagine the perfect world in your mind right now. Like the most utopian society. Everyone across all the globes is all connected and they all well, love each I, other. Do you see that world including technology? Do you see a world where technology and perfect unity mm-hmm. can coexist? The way that it's growing
1: exponentially at this rate. No, I think and you guys, you guys are missing. I think literally. you guys
0: are missing the big point. It's the people that are in control and power that misguide a lot of this. No, I yeah. And I, I, I think was. if we can get those people out, I think there is hope. I think if we can create a system and a media a media outpouring and a media um, you know just a change within in the interactions that we have with people and really show that this impact of realizing the good things that happen every day outweigh the bad things I think if we can change that and visualize that and get it just in the in the hands of people just as they see all the bad stuff and start to see that there is growth and we get get self-promoting for good I think there is hope do I think there's going to be challenges along the way to that yes But do I think it's very possible? Yes, and I still think there's always going to be bad people, of course, and there's going to be people that are going to bring it down. But ultimately, there's a lot more good in people if you can bring out their two intentions, and that's just being vulnerable in the moment and a lot of people just having to come self-realizations of who they are. Um, I think a lot of it is just impacted by the people that are in power and in control, and that's what we need to work towards. The people of this generation need to see these things, see these issues that bother them and feel there's no change and start working towards that change. You are the future. You are the new, you know? You are the bold. Imagine if you can be the biggest leader in your generation. Eventually, down the road, those leaders that are in there, they're going to die off. You know what I'm saying? You be the new the, change.
1: I feel like the only way that we're able to do that is if we stop this era of talking through technology and just talking person to person. The more huge, true human connection that we can have as a species, I think, will get us to that humanistic society that, you, that we all sh- should envision honestly
2: yeah i think my biggest challenge that i see with technology and moving forward is i really think that being humanistic and doing that requires living breathing and experiencing colors and and potential potential of the world and it's so hard to do those things through technology through digit through an led screen because you're seeing not you're 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 not doing all of those. you're not living, breathing and experiencing in the color and the potential. It's not the same kinetic experience as when your hands, body, and all your senses equally are, are
0: embraced in the real world. So now the question is how do we because again, to do that, like this is where we think we challenge. see this we see this future of what we're wanting, right? Which is great. And then we talk about how we were just saying that the people that are old are trying to stay with stay with the old and not change, okay? It's common. It's very clear that technology is here and technology is here to stay sure. um, and, unless we have some crazy cyber war. For, I don't even know. But for right now, it's in our presence moment. Right. What we can see in the future, it's here to stay. So now the question is, instead of that and understand that, yeah, technology is bad. Well, how do we incorporate this large good movement of human interaction and connection within these apps well right and within these social media platforms Mm -hmm. and i think a large point of that too is connecting people in real life covid i mean has just changed things substantially and i think it'll clear up hopefully in the next few years i think there'll still be regulations but we need to get together again we need to connect i mean Mm -hmm. how many people do you even know your neighbor across the street like i don't even know my neighbor across the street or to the right to the left you know not at all everyone's just living in their world and imagine we're so small if we start connecting we and caring. So much access through technology, but yet we've we, gone so far away well, from it. See, well, I thing thing is- think for me it wasn't ever like that. Like going in, growing up, I was the person was that like, tech. well, not even that. Growing up, I was the person that made sure I was making human connection. Like if there was an old lady next door, I felt bad or acted like she was my grandma and I would care for her the same way, right? It's like even if it's snowing and that, I'm going to go do that for your thing. Or I'm that person that if someone needs help carrying in groceries, you know, you're going to go help and lend a hand. We're people. You know what I'm saying? Like so many people don't think of those little situations. Instead, in this day and age, people are shocked if you're outpouringly nice. Like yeah. that should be
1: normal. It's a rarity nowadays, it seems like.
2: Yeah, I know. I do notice that. I feel like so many of these like simple gestures ca- gestures and character traits that you have you literally see every second of your day like they're always it's like your vision board is those character traits and like everything you do in your businesses i can see it from the outside perspective and i think once you start vlogging people are going to see that like
0: those intentions are just fighting with the insurance companies all day because with our with our business, I mean, these companies to serve them vi- money. That's the funny thing. You're well, like- yeah, see, that's a, that's the a truth, too. We're here to help them and save them. But then because they're so corrupt and bad, they, they don't see that. So it just ruined it. They spend. Mil- I mean, I, I could save some of these companies millions upon millions and millions and millions of dollars. Right. Part of that is their staffing of millions of dollars of salaries that aren't needed because they don't even give people the resources to even uh, excel in their roles. Yep. Or or do you know what I'm saying? It's a waste of money completely. And it's just, you know, it's people not realizing this and people staying old. But I think what's also important to take away from that would be just knowing that, like, people are again, aren't out for, I don't even know what I was trying to say there, but people aren't within those insurance companies that we deal with every day. I mean, there's patients that are dying. People are willing to just cover up blatantly lie because they don't, it's too much work, you know, like the business I'm in, people are making decisions off financial, financial reasons. um, You know, it's really just financial reasons or a lack of care. And that's not right. We are humans. You know, you got to treat everyone like they're your family and your brother. You don't have to keep a trust level of that and you don't mean you have a block of regard, but you need to always wake up and be thankful for that current moment and see how am I going to allow people to see who I truly am in this moment? Who is Ethan and how would Ethan respond to this new person? Right. When I'm meeting someone, I want them to see who I am. One thing I wish I could see more of
2: in our society is. People trying to make an effort to show others how cooperation and capitalism can coexist. I'm so upset that the 80s and 90s gave a lens to business through the 2000s that it has to be cutthroat and competitive in a way that doesn't allow for any cooperation. And that's even across what I'm referring to here is when I see you, you working with your providers and your brokers you guys aren't in the same business. You know what I mean? You so have why a conscience. is there, not even cooperation they don't. there and that 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 concept to me that businesses don't want to do that or that this lens of of our United States capitalism is really it's competitive and and I'm closed off when really we need to be competitive and cooperative because at the end of the day all all growth means like all the
0: levels are going to raise if everything else is raising. You know what Growth I'm
1: is still growth regardless of the rate.
0: Right. And that's the thing I keep saying to people. You got to realize if you have a goal and an intention doing people got to get down to the smallest thing until you do that smallest detail, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. So many people instead like to ponder and think every reason why they can't. It's a hell of a lot better if you do that one little initiative to get a step further to reaching your goal. Right. That's a whole lot of better than nothing right? So just take that little extra step and start working towards whatever your goals are, whatever your visions are, because that is a stepping stone there. Eventually it starts to build up. But too many people either, you know, either eyes tend to see, I believe that people's anxieties, disbelief in themselves, and then the challenge of the actual work and commitment that's needed in order to accomplish that are just three things that don't line up and for many people to even accomplish. And it's, again, this world will not change. It will keep going. It will go down. If we don't get more people to step up. Mm-hmm. So, the biggest thing for us and the biggest question that we should face is how do we connect more and more people to live in a more free spirited world? And again, in person. Can ha- yeah, exactly. And people can have differences, you know, that's important. But again, we're humans. That connection of understanding that we're all just happy to be here another day,
1: right. happy to be alive, that we're living each day to the fullest that we possibly can and not consuming ourselves with things that don't matter to us. In, just, in, 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 the, in the terms of life, you know, specifically, because when you look back at your life, are you really going to think, oh, look at all those amazing times I had looking at my phone <laughs> or looking at my Mac? Right. Oh, man, those are great times. When are you yeah, going When
2: you're on that deathbed and that dimethyltryptamine just clicks off inside <laughs> of your brain as your <laughs> final breath goes away, you're definitely, definitely, definitely going to have a flashback. And it's going to be so. Comprehensive and so um, extraordinary to the extent that you can't even imagine it, really. You're definitely in that moment gonna hate it if every single one of those memories that comes off in a split second is on a phone.
0: What's funny is people, (laughs) yeah, exactly. I mean,
1: imagine if you just went through your entire life, you know, how people flash before their eyes, and it's just. You're looking at a phone the entire time.
0: That's exactly what I... You, you were get, saying, like, what? Now it, we're predicting, it. there's people out there predicting that you might be staring at an electronic device for almost half of your life. Well, well,
1: 10 years ago, it was a fourth of your life. So in my opinion, I feel like that's Are only... The, is
2: this data taking into
1: consideration if the average
2: rate of death in the United States increases past the
1: current age range? Yeah, you see, I don't, I don't know. Because we well, always see, talk it's always about we're we sure. to live past right.
2: 100... Are they taking these numbers based off everyone living at 80 right now and dying there normally, off that average?
1: Probably. They're, they probably could do they it would. off. They probably did it off of like 80 years old or 70, 70 to 80s because well, the average was like the lifespan, average is like lifespan. Lifespan. 77, right, or something like yeah, that. Something yeah, something like that.
0: So that's probably what they base it off of right now. Yeah. But again, think of those technology guys. If the world stops tomorrow, that living of a hundred is
1: not possible. Seriously. There's people
0: that are innovating and working towards those things right now.
1: Do you realize how... You know, we
0: build the future. It's how high can you set your mind. Mm-hmm. And then how dedicated are you willing to be to that one initiative? I feel I, mean,
1: like, I feel like people just really focus in on things that are just distractions to them. Because man has an infinite... Any human in general has an infinite appetite for distraction. It is built into our DNA. How and old te- are you
2: if you were born in 94?
1: You are 27. Uh, or no, 26 26 Can I tell you a story? You would be turning and, and 27. share
2: someone that is in this world right now that is alive that is 26. Um his name is Boyan Slat and at 15 years old just like you he he had so many envisions and dreams and by the age of 18 he had created a concept to clean up the Pacific Ocean trash patch and pe- got it patented and started a whole nonprofit and got the best si- some of the best scientists, some of the best data engineers, everything in the world, and now this product is out in the world and is cleaning up all of our oceans and it's like crazy to see like hi- all right here's what it is at age eighteen, Boyan devised a concept which you uh, which utilizes the natural ocean's forces and passively catches the concentrate ocean plastic through which the theoretical cleanup time could be reduced from from a millennia to mere years they were saying this problem has gotten so bad it would take millenniums to clean it up and in february 2013 he dropped out of his aerospace engineering studies at his college and he started his ocean cleanup project
0: and isn't that crazy that's amazing like even those things you think you have to go to college he dropped out okay when you look at steve jobs you look at some of the biggest led a
2: team of 80 people at the age of 18 yeah of engineers scientists Data collection. Think of it. I
0: mean, too many people. Right, like a mistake that I would think some people would have right now. Oh, I don't have a
2: dozen of scientific papers and multiple patents in order for
1: this project to
0: to happen. Yeah, but
1: patents, I think, are stupid. So,
0: Um,
1: I don't think so personally. Uh, Uh, I mean.
0: I do. If you go to any other government, you can steal the same exact pi- patent, go do it in any other country, and create it just a minimalistic sec better. I mean, it's great for, like, U.S. businesses that are yeah. maybe fighting over it, but, like, in the yeah, general scheme, think I around. think people look at patents like it's their if end life-saving... If we're life talking saving... about
2: patent, patents for saving from an international perspective for IP theft, you're entirely correct. Yeah, no, maybe but not yeah, domestic sure. yeah, in the you United States. No, well. great,
0: in the domestic, yeah, in the United States. But, again, that's something that can be used across countries. And oh, he's like, using e- it everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah, But here's sure. the
2: thing that had to be crazy is this cl- this machine couldn't kill the natural ecosystem they didn't want to pick up all the fish and kill them but still the plastic is all sorts of different shapes and sizes right how are and they able so, how do, how is he able to do it it's 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 this huge fucking like thing that bobs in the water and kind of has like, like a, a net? synthetic net almost that can but here's the thing it has to be able to pick up microplastics because what happens is is as the sun beats on the plastics in the ocean they start to decay and create literally t- smaller than glass when glass shatters on the ground microplastics and the fish eat those and die uh-huh. so we have we're killing our entire ocean ecosystem by just letting our stupid plastic and waste but you know where most of it comes from he figured out another issue he figured out the ocean patch the real issue comes from all the rivers it comes from 5% there's like there's like hundreds of thousands of rivers in the in the world and all of the tra- trash that's in the ocean he found out through studies come from 5% of the rivers in the world. So he's now devised and created a secondary machine, which they're launching in round two, that goes to those river systems that are going to connect to the ocean and cleans up and keeps the ecosystems living but gets rid of all the plastic.
0: uh, The thing I think that's most admirable about this too is think of, you don't even have to start a for-profit business to make money. Okay, you could start a new world initiative. I I looked at his. He makes.
2: He made. uh, He made
0: two hundred thousand dollars last year. Right, that's what I'm saying. If you have a non for profit, you can be fixing a world issue and still be making six or seven figures on a salary. Okay, if you have a real thing, so many people are so greedy for money. But if you really want to make a real change, there's still ways to do it, and you'd be successful for your whole entire career.
1: And you actually do the things that you want to change. You would love to have, like Gandhi said, Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah, that guy would be awesome for sure. He would definitely come on. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite quotes that reminds me is uh, Mahatma Gandhi saying, be the change you wish to see in the world. Mm. And I, I absolutely love that quote, but I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like it's often misleading because I feel like people focus on the war- wrong word. They focus on the word change. You know, yeah, they hope for change. They pray for change. They wish that change were to happen. But in my opinion, I feel like the operative what's, what's word the most, is yeah. be to be the one to make Mm. the change. Because I feel like it's easy to see someone in need and feel like someone needs to do something about that. It's easy to see someone in need and say, society has done a horrible job for uh, treating that person badly. It's easy to see someone in need and just say, that should be changed. But it takes a true person in order to say, to be the one to step up, to be the one to make the change, and to be the one to make the world a better place, and that's exactly what Gandhi did. Well, and True. I think that's important. He decided important. I am a singular person and I that we represent up. the entire country for our freedom.
0: And you're just as much of the problem if you're not make, if you're not willing to be the change. You're just as much of a problem. There's no point in complaining. There's no point in, you know, and so many people are worried about their opinion. That's why I don't really care because I know ultimately people won't care about my opinion necessarily. I mean, you could be influencing people, sure, right? But truly start focusing on what people see you on as an outside figure because what matters in your mind and what you're thinking in that moment doesn't matter. No one else cares. And this is something I struggle with every single day. You know what I'm saying? Part of that, you know, and, and there's really no reason to blame other than that. You can make every, I can make there's every no excuse in the book.
2: Too, too small to start thinking about very interesting co- topics and concepts. I, well, another thing I wanted to get across with the boy in Slant uh, is he's been able to, if he stayed in his lane when he started. He knew what he wanted to do and he worked on that until it was done. But now his brand is just a Dutch inventor and entrepreneur who creates technological solutions to global problems. Do you see how he's grown outside of just the dude who fixed the ocean? Right. And but exactly. he, he stayed he in his lane, and he worked hard at mm-hmm.
1: first. Yeah, he saw the vision. And I
2: think as at at young people, we don't we sometimes we think if I go do this, that's the only thing I'll be doing forever. When really, sometimes if you stay in your lane and you work really hard at the thing that you're on it will lead you to the bigger opportunities. And see, a
0: lot of people are willing to make shortcuts to look good in the short term. Correct. And not see, you know, a lot of people are. It comes down to the dollar amount. A lot of people get too greedy. And, you know, a lot of the times when you look in these businesses and these different corporations, or even in general, and people that have problems in their life, think of it, you know, a lot of people are like, well, why didn't I do that? There's a current problem here. No, there's not a problem. You've come to the realization of it. What processes are you implementing in order to get get there right think of it as your process in which you handle these situations or how you organize is really the true problem not anything else your problem isn't the problem the problem is the process
1: Mm -hmm. you got that right the problem the process is the most important part of anything that you do that's if people people never focus on the process i feel like in every single thing i mean i used to be in performing and i feel like every nowadays with all of this instant gratification that we receive all the time from technology
2: I just want to really intersect real
1: quick. If you want to be a performer, you better love practicing more. Exactly. Because the process is everything in terms of performing. Everyone always wants the good result. Of course, because you want the big audience. You want all the applause and the thing. But if you're not going to put in the effort to perform and the process to make it how it should be performed, then it will never be the product and the result you want.
2: That's a beautiful sentiment. And I really want to... Talk about that idea of process and always staying up to date and catching up. And we've talked before a little bit on here about Neuralink. Well, we have a major update in their process of developing their product. Neuralink has actually put one of their chips that before the first trial was in pigs, right, to see if it was working, to see if they could just check to see if things were firing. And it worked for that. Now they're putting them in monkeys and, and it's to help them play games. And they're using it to like help their mind play games and remember games so it can play the game for itself later.
1: And the result is? I I, I don't know
2: if uh, the monkeys so far, all they've really said and released and what I've heard about is that um, the tiny wires and the synapse are working. There's like a repetitive processy that's happening. Elon said that he's releasing footage like in the next month or two coming months for the company and what they've been doing. And then they also said from a humane perspective, because a lot of people worry about studying on animals, that the monkeys are not unhappy like that, which is a good sign yeah. that it's um, it's being... Healthy, but really, wow. I have no idea. What do you no think? What's, just, what's it's your really feeling to see the, the the capabilities of where AI is going.
1: But here's the thing that I don't feel like is in the in the spotlight enough right now, and that's the future of what it what is computing at this moment in time. Because right now we have you know the True. traditional the traditional classical computers. That's like where your transistors come into play, and all of the computing and circuit boards are how your computer works right now. That's what's called a classical computer. But then, there's this thing called quantum computing, and at, at, at an atomic level, yeah, quantum synopsis, computing synopsis. simulates nature pretty much through cr- quantum mechanics, which is too much to
2: explain. Explain
1: crazy, through crazy, high crazy high-level high math and computing, and therefore could help us find new materials and. To build like resources, well, build resources. It has so much potential to literally redo every single industry. But also though, but also though, there's the thing is, is that it can't. It's computed through an energy that can't be seen on any classical computer. It's through an energy source that is not even. It's not even through electricity. It's through a new form of energy. Is that from the element one one
2: five, the newest element that they discovered?
1: um i believe i'm not 100 percent sure about what that they,
2: but what are they using to produce it i wonder to produce that energy source hmm,
1: that's a really 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 interesting. but also concept. though did you know that there was recently Do- there's this youtube use video quantum there's this mechanics
2: re- to uh hypothetically take samples that nasa finds from other planets and try and synthesize it on a computer in this on our planet
1: to a certain degree because the thing is is can data the the processing of data for these quantum computers is exponentially higher than what we're doing currently right now. The, really? the, the capabilities that computers can have is so much more powerful and so much able to compute things that we couldn't even imagine. But the thing is, though, is like recently there was this YouTube video that came out. Uh, a group of quantum computing experts, including scientists and company executives, wanted to raise ethical concerns about the technology's potential to create new materials what were the for war. ethical concerns. Well, it has the potential to create new materials for war and accelerate human human DNA manipulation. Quantum Ooh. computing is able to. I don't even get how. Do you I... ha- you you ha- you have to understand is that. DNA manipulation can be computed through quantum computing. It the can, quantum com- so it can produce things we could put into people's bodies. Yes, this was a direct quote from uh, could you a professor of Fris- Jake? This was a direct quote from the professor of physics at the University of California. Can we get whenever whenever we We're have a new computer, whenever we have a new computing power, there's the potential for benefit of humanity. But you can imagine ways that it would also hurt people. And while quantum computing is still in the early stages, it's important to begin to discuss the potential benefits and drawbacks. Because the thing is, what, we what are now was he at? uh University of California, Santa Barbara, and he's also the former chief scientist of quantum hardware at Google. Whoa! Yeah, but I I just want to understand this
2: concept. In a, I just I want to understand the energy source and how it connects to the principles that could the mathematics be for the quantum mechanics and then I really want to know and understand more like how are we going from a computer to synthesizing real life It are you telling me this computer synthesizes matter
1: to a certain degree yes
2: like like is this I'm, in my head when you say this I'm sort of seeing like a computer that's also a
1: 3D printer okay so the prov- the, the model I guess for quantum com- co- computation uh, it describes the the computation in terms of a network of quantum logic gates. Okay. And this model can be, you, you know, thought of as, as you know, like an algebraic generalization of what we currently use. Sure. But since the circuit model obeys quantum mechanics, a quantum computer ca- capable of efficiently running these circuits is believed to be physically realizable. Realizable. Wow. And... <laughs> It's and basically it's it's able to perform calculations based on the probability of an object state before it is measured instead of just ones and zeros like binary code. Like what do we do, which means they have the potential to process exponentially more data a single state. Oh, man, it's it's wow. That's this is a brilliant conversation. But literally, this video came out today. It's a call to action so yeah so because they, the, because so they, they think it's going to be used for war it has the potential oh okay. it has the potential but here's the thing so we, this is
2: similar to like when when nuclear uh energy was discovered and wasn't there an ethics call to action then for its atomic ability like its ability yes for-
1: because of the two nuclear bombs that we set off in hiroshima
2: correct wow so you're, you're saying this is a new type of like nuclear war flare potentially it could have the ethical capability. Well, well, well,
1: it's not necessarily nuclear, but it definitely is. A, is a, we could use war very easily doing quantum computing. Could China is very much actually using that in their in their budgets recently now uh, for How their for their war budgets. They are starting to use research for quantum for, for really? quantum computing as uh, well as as well as yeah. Russia as well. Come on, you But US. then that
2: means the U.S. has to be.
1: Yes, to a certain degree, but but not as heavy. But even. not as heavy, and that's the reason why we're so easily hackable as a country. Yeah.
2: However, I know from, you know, extensive like listenings of military people and and what they what they talk about and preach about the technology and advancements that are happening in the closed doors military sector we have no is years that. above but you have to yeah. Yeah. you have to it's like imagine they are 20 years ahead of us for technology as we get the tech of today that's awesome they had that 20 years ago
1: but here's the thing the reason why we we aren't necessarily researching it in the government sector because it's already so much in the private sector of the economy you have to understand Correct. IBM does make a lot IBM of discoveries Google Microsoft yeah. they are all racing to create the most reliable quantum computer ever. Whereas China is would actually Would
2: this change phones and calling and any of that?
1: It would definitely revolutionize communications for sure. It would be able to transform the way that we so let send me messages. It's is no longer signals. It's quantum computing AI. It will to an extent it has AI in it. It could definitely revolutionize artificial intelligence so and really how it's able to, get to be at processed. Here is, could
2: quantum mechanics and let's say the AI of Neuralink be implemented together so then we're putting quantum mechanics inside people's brains? Ooh. Do you see
1: what I'm, do you see what
0: I'm could,
2: getting see, at? Could could, could
0: that could that mechanics get down to a pill? So you were talking about the DNA. Could there be things that could alter the DNA instead of having to go in and change anything from a baby standpoint? Could you change your DNA over time just by taking a pill?
1: Hmm. Um, I don't think it works that way, but, but I definitely, for all I, I know in, in like, 50 years, we could honestly see something that simple Yeah, for all I, we know. I like really I can't predict, honestly, an
2: anti-aging specialist because mm. yeah, there's tons to. of really interesting medical advancements. And like, even just like, I'm, I'm so astonished and blown away. And I really love a lot of what's going on with the research in stem cell for stem cell therapy, for healing stuff. And literally like it will fix old ladies, everything, like literally like ACLs, all sorts of tears. And it's really interesting to see like how our bodies are willing to respond and, and can, can take the interjections of someone else's cells, but that we'll, we'll have to have someone on cause that's a topic
1: that I'm just not learned on enough. Yeah. It's definitely something that Again, it has the potential to be very incredible for society. It's gonna revolutionize medicine. It's gonna revolutionize. This goes comic. back
2: to the thing Ethan said, whose hands are
1: on it? And also what is what are their intentions? That is the most important thing. Is what are the people that are controlling this technology? What are their intentions?
2: Have you guys heard of vaccine hunters?
1: What are vaccine hunters?
2: So it's this new trend that's popping up around the United States where pharmacies who have the vaccine, if it defrosts after a certain period of time, it's no longer good. They have to throw it out. So there's people who are using social media and camping out at pharmacies in order to get expired vaccines and then they can take it literally immediately that day
1: and like not uh, have to go through that the stuff
0: would stuff. not be just no that's not right
1: it's seriously a thing that's happening yeah i'm seeing actually something it's on huge. it right now these vaccine hunters are getting their shots ahead of schedule by gaming it's all the over system. tiktok literally from blowing where up. dude
0: yes but what are your sources credibly all that stuff would go into bio he has it. i would not talk i don't no, know No,
1: it's no there's multiple look it up i'm looking it up right now yeah
0: but what what sources you can look up anything anything can pop up it's, on the internet it's,
1: Uh, CNN covered it. The Washington
0: Post covered it. UCLA
2: Health? It's on TikTok. UCLA Health covered it. Where? Show me.
0: Here, I'll pull it up.
2: Here. Come look. Right here. All these articles about the vaccine hunting stuff. So here's one from CNN. These vaccine hunters are getting their shots ahead of the game in the system. Um, Here's one. Health hunters providing COVID-19 vaccines to um, indigenous people. This is not. Here, look. What? Watch how the processy happens. Here's a. This one had a TikTok, I believe, attached to it that showed the processy occurring. Here it is. All right. So, on this TikTok, I don't know if you can hear it, but <laughs> this girl's standing. She's been at this pharmacy all day waiting for those defrosted vaccines that have. I can't bad. hear you. And what happens is, is if you stand in line all day and you wait, you can sign up. And they'll give them out because they don't want them to go to waste. Chat.
0: But oh, people they're just are getting vaccines. You said they're taking them from the. What are you not? What didn't you get? It was. A no, vaccine, they're honey. getting vaccines, but they're not going. They're not sitting outside waiting for the garbages where they throw them out. No, they waiting... you just said.
2: Yeah, they wait before. So what happens is they defrost and they go back. Right. So these because there's just people outside. waiting online. No, these are these people aren't the people that we're going to normally. They get just it. signed
0: up. They signed up waiting for it. That's what it said. Yes,
2: that's that's what it is.
0: Yeah, I don't know why it's not working. I think when you press the video, it cut out. Vaccine hunting. All
2: right, sorry, we had some technical difficulties after I played the video for Ethan to show him it, but uh, what is going on there is not they're standing outside and waiting for the trash. They're waiting for ones that have gone bad, and then they're in, like, a standby auxiliary line, mm-hmm. where if at the end of the day, instead of throwing them out, they're giving them...
1: But are those valid, though? Like, are they still... Like can you still take them and will they be effective? I have no idea. That's the thing, like that's what I have no I, idea. I personally on. don't feel like the risk would be worth it, honestly. Like why take an expired vaccination? No, you know? truly. I have no idea why you would want to do that. Um, but <sighs> it's just it's crazy what this vaccine I feel like it turns people to a certain like it makes people think differently mm-hmm. when they when, when they hear about this vaccine. Like I feel like so many people would do anything to get it literally anything they would pay on substantial amounts of money to get it early or whatever you sure. know
2: i was listening to uh burt kreischer and tom segura they were talking the uh this morning on their podcast and they uh they were saying that they even knew some people and like we were fucking skipping lines and paying money and they're like burt was like i'm not gonna do that shit but yeah i, I mean do know a lot of friends who are but
1: no i definitely crazy. i I personally just again I just want to wait it out just a little bit longer and I'm going to have to anyway because I'm not a you know right. I'm not and going to be in the first phase or maybe even the second phase. You so want to
2: hear something else that's really interesting that I heard going on right now is uh, Facebook is actually going to start rolling out a thing where Apple in up update 14.5 was going to make it so every app that uses your like data and is tracking you Apple will warn you ahead of time with a message and make you have to say, I accept or trust to let them do it every time you like open Mm, something, I believe. Yeah. Or like, however you're starting to do that. Yeah. Well, Facebook, to try and combat it, they're saying, oh, we're going to build this internally now so all of our users can know. So then it's like not something that they're trying to, I think, from my perspective, they're they're trying to, they're trying to, um, Jump on it before Apple, so then people will be like, "Well, oh yeah, Apple's absolutely. old to this trend." Facebook's already telling me, and then I already accepted; it. it's cool, which yeah. is really interesting. It's going to be a very
1: interesting battle. Apple's been doing yes. a lot of battles, specifically with, um, with a lot of different companies. I mean, we saw that this past summer with Fortnite. Right. I mean, you saw how oh, they wanted the to have their own. They wanted to. Like Fortnite wanted to continue using their own currency system. But the thing is is Apple was very strict about no, you need to use our current you need to use our payment system. You can't use your own personal payment system for your like cosmetics or whatever. You have to use it through our system. And Fortnite didn't like that because they were like, No, we have this amazing system that we use. Why would we need to use your system? And so that's the reason why eventually Apple kicked them off. Yeah. It's just interesting because they're like, for example, like when I go on Safari, like I can see my privacy report. I can see that in the last 7 days, Safari has prevented 213 trackers from profiling me. 213. And then you can go inside and see every single website that tried to profile you and how many time, how many trackers were on you at a certain point.
2: How many websites? Is it pretty much like every website?
1: Pretty much every website. Like um I was on uh, Business Insider. I had 88 trackers. From all of so these So what are people. some
2: of those trackers? Like, do we know what those can be defined as? Yeah,
1: Twitter is on one of them. Ad form is on one of them. Uh, Amazon ad system is also on one of them. Bid switch, Bing. You have to understand all these people are paying for ad time on that screen that I'm looking at.
2: Got it. And so then it's showing you that they're tracking you technically. They're they tracking you technically
1: because they're using your, they're using your um, specific, y- y- you know, GPS location to then say, oh, I'm going to put an app a- onto your thing because you s- one time searched for this thing that was resembling what I am now giving to you. Truly. you know, F- and, and, and it also says 50%, uh, websites that contracted trackers, 58%. And then you can just go strictly to the hackers, uh, uh, trackers, not hackers. <laughs> That's a whole different ball game. I yeah, mean, what really. we were talking about earlier. And, and we were talking about
2: that earlier. It's like, I do see us entering a new millennia of hacking and a new I millennia of consistency
1: in hacking. I think I saw on Joe Rogan's podcast with Tristan Harris that they're creating their own, uh, Apple's creating their own search engine. Really? Yeah. So I wonder what that's, I mean, that's pretty much what Safari is trying to go into in the direction. I mean, it's so much different the way that that, that safari operates compared to google chrome i used to never
2: use safari until recently
1: yeah because google chrome i mean they keep all your data but the thing is the one thing at least that that i respect from google is that they accept the fact that they do take all your data but they say but why wouldn't you want that because we're trying to give you the best experience (laughs) possible
2: right and uh, facebook's using that same approach in this new and their, their, their new method, they're like, yeah.
1: we're going to try and jump on the trend before Apple, so that way you think this is what you should do instead of... Everyone's trying to play the game. Everyone's trying to stay on top, right. to tr- still trying to stay in the top five as quickly you as, think, as much as possible.
2: Do you think uh, users... If, if Let's say Facebook stopped ad tracking altogether. Do you think Facebook would not be as popular as it is right now? Do you think people would, st- would click off? They'd be like, I don't want to be on this anymore.
1: To be honest, man, I feel like Facebook at its heyday was... When it was just starting to do that. Like when it was innocent enough to where like the stuff that was doing, it was giving you ads was like on the sides. You know what I'm talking about? It's insane how much Facebook has changed over time. But anyways, I feel like right when they put in the like button, I feel like that, in my opinion, was the true peak of Facebook. And when they started adding like buttons and all these different things to collect data and get you more and more there that's when I feel like they went to a different company, in my opinion. Because if you see from 2009 to 2011, the amount of depression rates and anxiety rates and suicide rates for teenagers went up extremely within those two years, 2009 to 2011, because of the insane amount of technology that was being implemented. I mean, you have to understand, like, that's when w- you and I, we got our technology w- at, at that young age. I mean, we were introduced at middle school. At least I was. I mean, I got, like, an iPod Touch. That was, like, <laughs> my. I
2: was in sixth grade, I think, when I got my first phone. And I was and in it seventh was like grade. And it was, like, a Walmart budget semi-digital iPhone. It was, like, oh, it's got an LED display screen, but it can really only call, text, and, like, take a photo. But I had a, a really Motorola
1: Razr, if that's a throwback to anyone. Oh, a wow. Motorola Razr. You then had that. I, I had that and now that's in a museum. That is <laughs> in a museum. And I had that phone 13. In your hands. I had that phone 9 years ago and I had that phone in my hands and now it's in a museum. That's a that is how quick technology is progressing. When you think about like the difference between like a car 10 years like in like 1930 to 1940, there wasn't like a lot of change. But when you look at Tesla in 2010 to now Tesla in 2020. Or even just from 18 to now. 18 to now. It's (laughs) like – They were
2: almost going to go bankrupt.
1: And now they're like one of the most prosperous companies. They're flourishing to a really
2: high degree. But I found something that was interesting is they're not making any money from the manufacturing of the cars, actually. They make a lot of their – most of their profits are from credit lining and, like, hype sales, which is not healthy and sustainable in the long term which will be interesting to see how they try and convert away from a, cr- from a credit system, making them rely and stay alive. Well, yeah, it's, and it's, and I I think
1: it's one obvious answer, which is they need to make an affordable product. And that's the reason why I'm very interested in this new um, software that's being developed called Comma.ai, which is pretty much uh, the headline is um, uh, autonomous driving for Android, like kind hmm. of thing. Like the Android version of it, whereas like Tesla's like the Apple version where it's all one integrated system that you buy with the car. AI is an open source software that you can add into any to multiple different types of cars. It doesn't have to be electric. It can be, but it can be op- it can be programmed to be specific to what you want with your car.
2: That's really interesting because I think that that could become super and applicable in other sectors that are using different types of motorized vehicles.
1: Yeah, the only difference though is is that Kamada AI they um they're like a level three in terms of autonomous, whereas you have you know lane centering. They're keeping you know you're keeping within the lane and stuff like that, but you still have to. How control many levels the are there of? There's le- level five is Tesla. What okay. they're trying to achieve, which is you n- you don't need to touch the vehicle y- y- you don't need to touch the steering to steel you don't need to touch the you know foot pedal or anything it does itself completely but the thing is is there's i don't know i feel like that gets away from it that y- you know technology is now responsible for our lives whereas comet.ai it still is the human's responsibility to drive the car but it helps you as much as possible but it keeps you still responsible for the car that you own and I feel like just in terms of liability, I feel like that's just a so much better way of going about. Because when you have to rely on technology to literally make sure no one dies, there's a, there could be a few things that go wrong. <laughs> no, literally, that's what my thinking this was. This is, is like, software. Software like is controlling your life yes. now in terms of if autonomous vehicles. If these software vehicles.
2: companies have to get regulated through like the CARS administration regulation system of the United States... What happens when we start having bootleggers just producing o- their own AI car features and then, oh, all of a sudden this car that – all the rest of them are following, you know, legalized systems of AI-computed cars, oh. but then there's a, b- there's a bootleg one on the market.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you can say the same thing about CRISPR gene editing. It is so easy now to uh, – There will g- be a
2: black market just like organs. You know how there's like a black market for stolen organs?
1: Stolen what?
2: You know, like on the dark web, you can buy organs and stuff. Oh
1: yeah, th- yeah. There's a lot of things you can buy. Yeah,
2: so like it's you can that same concept. I didn't even think about that. What if we have Fermi labs or small time labs that are starting to produce fucking uh, bootleg genetic synthetic DNA codes? That would be really interesting. Yeah, and, and selling
1: those. And where and what exactly are their intentions? Like, see, right. that's the thing. Is like we see all this amazing technology, but I feel like we never look at. What is the intention of the people creating this product? Mm. What are they trying to achieve?
2: Sure, what what if we deep dive into s- them, what is their intention?
1: Yeah, exactly. And again, like I feel like a majority of these technolo- uh, technology companies, they don't necessarily they they didn't think about these things from like I want to control the world. They had a simple they had a simple intention with the majority of these things, but I feel like they didn't think about the humanistic side of it. Mm. Uh, in in the long term what it will do to us in the long term they only thought in the short term
2: they thought this will be amazing this is it now
1: and then they were like oh how are we going to monetize this company oh i'll just put in these ads but they didn't think about what will this do to humans they just thought oh this will give us money right now so that's good but they didn't Mm -hmm. think about the lasting impact that this would have 10 to 20 years down the line and
2: that's a brilliant 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 way to wrap us up here we're we're just breaching over that uh hour mark i want to thank everyone for tuning in This has been our episode 10. We have a really exciting week. Jake, do you want to share what everyone should be excited for this Friday? Oh, yes.
1: Uh, This Friday, um, my dad, who is the principal scientist at Procter & Gamble, will be on the podcast for a a deep interview into not only himself, but the state of the world. And I am more More than than excited. excited.
2: Yep. That'll be an exciting one, so uh, check us out on social media. We'll be posting all sorts of exciting content across all of our platforms. You can find us at a Humanistic Perspective Podcast. We really thank you if you made it this far to the end. If you did, give us a comment. Say you're liking the show. We love you. Have a great day. You're beautiful. Work hard, and let's have a great week. Happy Monday. Bye.